Well, welcome. Uh, so it's the last day of Sunday school for the summer, and we're going to take off. So next week we are on summer schedule. That means worship begins at... 10. That's right. You show up at 11 and uh, you get a very short sermon and um, a lot of laughter. So, uh, so that, so we're wrapping up and today we're going to have a report. The Warm Springs team got back yesterday afternoon about 1 p.m. So, uh, I'm not going to give a lot of introduction, but basically, uh, we're just going to give a report and then, um, have some time towards the end, you know, that, that any, any extra time, we'll just kind of talk about short-term projects, why we do them, uh, pros, cons, things like that. So um, that'll be our, our, our format. Um, but first, I wanted to read uh, Isaiah 58. This is Sacred Road's sort of theme passage. So Sacred Road is a ministry of uh, the PCA, our sister denomination. Uh, they've been on the Yakima Reservation for about uh, 20 or so years. And then about 14 years ago, we're invited to come and start doing similar work down on the Warm Springs Reservation, which is um, about 45 minutes an hour uh, east, southeast of Mount Hood down in Oregon uh, on the way to Bend. And so... Um, this is the passage they begin with every year. Uh, it focuses on uh, showing compassion to those in need. It's from Isaiah 58. So I'm going to read that, and then Seth's going to come up and open us in prayer in just a couple minutes. Cry aloud. Do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Declare to my people their transgression, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as if they were a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the judgment of their God. They ask of me righteous judgments. They delight to draw near to God. Why have we fasted and you not see it? Why have we humbled ourselves and you take no knowledge of it? Behold, in the day of your fast, you seek your own pleasure and oppress all your workers. Behold, you fast only to quarrel and to fight and to hit with a wicked fist. Fasting like yours this day will not make your voice be heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose a day for a person to humble himself? Is it to bow down in his head like a reed and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Will you call this a fast and a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I choose to loose the bonds of wickedness and to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover him and not to hide yourself from your own flesh? Then you sh- your light, then shall your light break forth like the dawn and your healing shall spring up speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of of the finger and the speaking wickedness, and if you pour yourself out for the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, afflicted, then shall your light rise in the darkness and your gloom be as noonday. And the Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your desire in scorched places and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. And your ancient ruins shall be rebuilt, and you shall raise up the foundations of many generations, and shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. 
If you turn back your foot from the, from the Sabbath and doing your pleasure on my holy day and call the Sabbath a delight and the holy day of the Lord honorable, if you honor it not going your own ways or seeking your own pleasures or talking idly, then you shall take delight in the Lord and I will make you ride on the heights of the earth. I will feed you with the heritage of Jacob your father for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Uh, Seth, would you come and uh, open us in prayer? From the team, you just grab this mic and the on-off switches right here. Oh, okay. All right, let us pray. Uh, Dear Lord, thank you for allowing us all to be here today. Um, uh, Help us to be reminded that it's your day. Uh, Help us to worship you in everything we do. Uh, Thank you for having the Warm Springs team uh, make it back safely. Um, I'm glad we all had a good time there. Uh, um, Yeah, uh, in your holy precious name, Lord, by your will, grace be done. Amen. Thanks. So what we're going to do just to get started is um, last year... uh, Just turn that off. Last year, Emily put together a great slideshow, but she had a week to do it. Uh, that was awesome. And then this year, we're like, we're, we got to, st- you know, do a presentation, uh, you know, hours after we get back. And then uh, the warm, uh, the Sacred Road team told us that they're starting to put together weekend videos. So they put this together to show us on uh, Friday night. So we got a copy. We brought it. So it's about a five-minute video, just our week. So we're going to start with that, and then we'll um, have the team up to share some memories.
So that's a quick video recap of our uh, week. Um, we were supposed to have a few more people go. Isaac and Masha were going to go for half the week and got sick. Chloe Protzman was supposed to go, but got sick. We still had a team of six, counting me. But I've asked um, the other five to come up and just share uh, real quick, you know, um, maybe what, what work they did, what projects they were on, some uh, maybe a, a favorite memory or two, and then also how they were personally challenged uh, this week or grew spiritually. So what we're going to do is give a little bit of time for that, and then we'll have some questions, and then uh, if we have time after all that, I, I have some just thoughts about discussion about these kinds of projects and, and things like that. So, John, I'm going to start with you. You're not afraid. You can come up first. Use that mic. Introduce yourself real quick. And Hello, everyone. I'm Joe. Yeah. Hello, I'm Joe. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we were in uh, Warm Springs for the week, and me, Seth, and some of the others got to build a ramp. So that was like a big deal that we did. Um, a handicap, elderly man. So, yeah, so that's what we did for most of the week is we got to build a ramp and serve that family. Oh, good. Yeah, it turned out really good, actually. Yeah. Um, Probably playing with the kids, four square and, yeah, playing catch. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there were two brothers named Eddie and Aiden. They were really nice kids, and I got to play with them quite a bit. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm probably processing still quite a bit with service and stuff, and just my own humility. But I really enjoyed having the week with Pastor Brett to ask him questions <laughs> as a newer a newer Christian, especially. I have a lot of questions, so I really appreciated that. What was your impression of the reservation? Was it what you expected it to be like? I've never really been on a reservation, so yeah, it was it was new to me. It was kind of a culture shock seeing the difference and the uh, the poverty culture. It was yeah, it was pretty eye opening. Oh, yeah, not at all. (laughs) Want to do it again? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll go next year for sure. What do you think you'll do differently or look for differently next year as you go in? Just another building project? Oh, wow. What did you look for in a a mission project or mission Yeah, yeah, I would enjoy another building project. Yeah. you wear eye protection this time. Yeah, I wore eye protection the rest of the time there. That was like the one time I used the saw without eye protection, so that's why I was using the saw with my eyes closed. <laughs> Which probably isn't good. You did practice safety. <laughs> was, uh, was the ramp at a home or was it at a public building? 
Yeah, it was at a uh, residence. It was a yeah, it was a house. Yeah, we interacted with them a little bit. They were um, they were definitely alcoholics, very strung out. Um, so it was kind of hard to engage a lot with them. Um, It was interesting. So when we did kids ministry, we would do um, Bible stories. You know, we did like the fall, Noah's Ark. And the kid, there were a lot of kids that definitely like the next day we'd ask them what they learned the day before. And they definitely picked up on a lot. Um, they, they remembered a lot of the story, the, the promise of the descendant that would come that would save us all. Um, so there was definitely stuff about the gospel that the kids were sticking with. But whenever we were doing, like, the service project, the ramp, um, a lot of people were coming in and out of the house. And they knew us as, like, the church people. And they knew we were doing it on volunteer work. And so they were very, like, open to us being there. They wanted to talk to us. Um, Yeah, and they knew us as church people. So hopefully they go to church and (laughs) hear the gospel or something. But, yeah. All right, we're going to alternate back and forth. So, Mary or Ellie, who wants to go first between you two? <laughs> there you go. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Carl's just staring at me. Um <clears throat> So going to Warm Springs, it was a really cool opportunity. Um, I really enjoyed going back two years in a row. Uh, going, We went back a couple of days for um, our work site to a park that we went to last year. Um, and I thought it was just cool kind of going back, cleaning it back up again, and um, just seeing the progress of it. It was really cool. Um, I also really enjoyed the kids' club. Uh Connecting with the kids was really fun, and reconnecting with um, ones we met last year. Um, just seeing how they remembered us was really awesome. Um, but also connecting with the other team was really fun. There was uh, four other teenage girls, so that was really cool. Um, so we created some really good friendships, and we were also really able to do devotions together and talk about our faith in God. Um so that was a really great opportunity. Um, but I really enjoyed going, and I am excited to hopefully go again next year and the years after that. So, yeah. But that's all. I'd have to say the kids' club. Um, they, the kids are so sweet. They love you to death, and they will tell you just everything about them, um, just random details, and... They know you're listening and care about them. And they try to remember your name, and they loved it when you remember their name. And just knowing that they felt loved was really cool. So, yeah. Tell them about helping out at the school on Wednesday. Oh, yes, uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, I think that's when you guys went for the job houses. Oh, 
Yeah, so on Wednesday, we were we went to do some water distribution and emergency management, but they sent us over to the school to help out with some bouncy houses to celebrate the end of the school year for the kids. Um, so there were six bouncy houses set up, and kids would come in groups and kind of rotate. Um, but the teachers would ask us questions like where we're from and what we're doing there, and the kids would ask us questions too and be like, oh, I remember you from last year. So that was really cool. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. But, yes. Who wants to go next? <laughs> oh, any questions? Yes. Hmm. Probably the work days. Like it got pretty warm, and um, there's a lot of picking up trash and weed whacking, which I had never done before, <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> but it was good, yeah. Um, I think they really need people in their life to love them and listen to them, because you can tell they have um, rough families. There was this one girl, um, Juliet, and she was the sweetest, but her brother would come pick her up every day, and he was mean to her, and it was sad watching that. But knowing that she could come back each day to a safe place where people would love her was cool. So. Um, there are churches in Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh area? Yeah. So they came a long way, so that was really cool. Seth or Carter, who's going to go? Brett, is there a plant on the reservation? Um, so there is not yet. Um, uh, so there are a couple... CA is sort of... Yeah, so there is a, there's a church on the Yakima Reservation. They have, they have worship services every Sunday and do a lot of work with the kids throughout the week. Um, they have raised up two more pastors on that reservation, uh, on Yakima. So uh, Joshua, I can't pronounce his last name, it's Sawata, uh, is going to be taking over the regular work, um, and the pastor there will be going into a more kind of... Uh, director role um, and then they just there's a, a guy who's been working with the Warm Springs Reservation his name's Tomo uh, he graduated from seminary a couple years ago and then was just ordained in um, this past April or May and he and Evan and Holly Shaw who have come here a couple of times and presented the three of them are going to are working at moving down to Warm Springs uh, to be there full time with and one of their goals is to to plant a church either either on or very close to the reservation so that's that's what they're moving towards As, do you know how the response has been Yeah, I, um, it's a great question. I don't want to cut off the students' report. So, real quick, yeah. After that, let me, can you ask that question again? Because I want I want to come back and, and fill some. Yeah. 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 You know, I'll try to fill that in. I do want to give each of the students a chance, or each of the the team to a, a chance to um to report. So, so we're gonna have Carter come up next. Um, I'm Carter. <laughs> uh, 
um, it was pretty cool being able to go there and see like a different way of living. Um, I think <clears throat> one of the, my favorite parts was being able to weed whack and have people like see the difference. And then I think something I'm going to remember is when we were painting the bathrooms, there was a guy who came up and he was helping us. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I think Pastor Brett made everyone in our group pray at least once in front of everybody. (laughs) So that was one of the hardest parts. I don't know. I wasn't really surprised by anything. I don't know. Can you elaborate on the differences of lifestyle that maybe were, you were processing? Yeah, there was a lot of like people just walking around on the streets that probably didn't have a house. Um, I guess that's not that different from here, but <laughs> they would like try to talk to you and stuff instead of just sort of keeping to themselves. And then a lot of the houses weren't very nice, so there was like, I don't know, they were kind of beat up. Oh, yeah, Um, because their pump house out of the river caught on fire this spring. So for a while, there's times when they don't have any water. So we have to give them bottled water. So they come by and we give it to them. Um, I think it's because they don't have enough people or money. I'm not sure. Everything, you know, it's it's like going to Mexico, to be really honest. It, everything works on a much different time frame. And, um, and so, whereas, you know, in, in an American city, something like that would be, you know, uh, rushed in and fixed later that day. This is a long time in coming. And it's, so they're working on it, but... But beyond that, then they got to work on their pipes because they get leaks everywhere. Their infrastructure is way outdated, and so there's a lot to be done. Thanks. I'm going to ask you. You told us that one of the guys gave you something. Oh, yeah. Um, While we were at the park, someone came by, and they sang us a blessing song. So that was kind of interesting because they have different ways of like praying and blessing people so that was kind of cool was it in native language? uh i think so i don't know i think so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I it was <laughs> nope okay. um well it was it was it was a native it was a, a, a traditional native blessing and so he you know he chatted with us for a while thanked us for the work we were doing and then just said hey i want to sing for you guys a, a blessing before i take off he was an older gentleman. Um, but as they've told us that uh, not all of the songs they sing are, are exact words with translations. Some of them are... So they're a little bit more impressionistic than some of our songs. Uh, so some will have words, and some will... If there were words, they've been lost, but they know the song. And, and so, so it depends. So it's a native song, but maybe not native language. If, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Thanks, Carter.
All right, Mary. A lot of the things I was going to say, a few people have already said, but um, yeah, I really enjoyed this trip, and Ellie and I made some really good friends with a lot of the girls from the other team, and we did a lot of fun things in our free time, and working on the res with them was a lot of fun. A lot of the work we did was um, picking up trash around the park, and early education center, and weed whacking, and distributing water for people who um, don't have very good water, so they come every day and pick up gallons and have to conserve it. And um, it was cool because this year we got to see more of the res for places that we worked at. And we got to see more of the neighborhoods, which I thought was pretty cool. And kids' club was shorter because school's still in session. So we got less time with the kids, but it was still a lot of fun. And I really loved getting to know and connect and play with the kids. And um, one of the girls, Kalia... Um, was eight years old. She was like my little best friend at kids club and super sweet and adorable. A lot of the kids were and even at um, the education center where we were doing yard work, a lot of the kids would uh, wave at us and smile and bang on the windows while we were working and they even gave us a little thank you card afterwards with their handprints, which I thought was super cute. Yeah, this... Sets their little hands in it. Super awesome. But yeah, um, and I feel like this trip really benefited me in that I kind of realized like how much I take for granted, and like how much more that we have compared to people in the res. Like having to conserve water, and their cities are like more run down than ours. And I just really realized like how much more I should be thankful for, and um to be, like, less self-focused on how comfortable I feel in a certain situation or, um, or like, making other people comfortable instead of, like, just, like, focusing on serving as an example of Christ and making others feel more comfortable. And so, yeah. Any questions? Um, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed all of it. I think um, the last day when we just worked for a few hours because we had lunch with some people from the res, um, we kind of like booked it and worked really hard. And um, I was working with one of the girls from the team, Grace, and um, we were just like trimming trees together and just talking. And I feel like that was really fun and, and awesome. Um, I mean, I didn't get that many interactions with the adults, but, um, the few that we did, we had lunch with them, and they're really nice and funny and fun to talk to, so, yeah, everyone there was pretty nice. Um, well, everyone from the team has, like, their own jobs that they, their own games that they play with the kids, and mine most of the days was chalk, so I would sit on, like, the sidewalk there, the cement, and just.
just um, draw things, and that's where Kalia would hang out with me most of the days. And we made a lot of cool drawings, which is really fun. And other people would have like four square jump rope or bubbles or crafts and such. Um, we would work for about, or we'd play games with them for about 30 minutes, and then we'd all go in, and um, the kids would get to act out the Bible story. Like, it'd be like a story about creation or something, and the kids would dress up like Adam and Eve. And um, then they'd be like passing out snacks, and then a review of the story and a song. And then we'd go back to playing games after that. Um, Tomo from, he's one of the staff on the team. He would like read it out and tell the kids what to do and they'd act it out and it was really fun. Thank you, Mary. Seth, I think you get to bring Queen up. Hi, I'm Seth. Uh, I was one of the people that helped with the uh, ramp with Joe and Carter, um, some people from uh, the Fairview Church. Um, I think that was a blessing, uh, doing that for the elderly man. Um, and it, uh, I think uh, me and uh, the other team, uh, or from the other church, uh, grew a lot. We uh, connected well. Um, and uh the kids club just uh building bonds with the the kids and uh playing foursquare and stuff um i think one of the special moments was uh the kids uh remembering our names and saying my name like Seth come play foursquare with me or something like that um that was really special um yeah uh, i think we all benefited a lot um and to go off of what mary said uh I think we all came back a little more appreciative of what we have here because seeing the poverty and uh, everything that they don't have and we have here, um, I think we came back more appreciative. Definitely, yeah. (laughs) Any questions? Any more questions? Seth. Um, before I forget to say this, um, yeah, they were all, we were driving back yesterday and they're like, 45 minutes, how are we going to do that? I said, I don't worry, I'll, I can lead some discussion if we run out of time. It's almost at, at the end. I mean, I think you guys are uh, underestimating how much you had to share. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, before I forget, I, I don't want to forget to say this. This is not a youth trip. There are people on other teams every year, you know, in their 50s and 60s and and everywhere in between. Um, So parents, adults, you are welcome to come any year. So this is not a a youth only. I think it's sometimes easier for youth, but not competing with jobs or things like that. Uh, But this is is definitely open, and it's it's church-wide. I want to go back and try to answer Charlie's question. Can you remind me of the exact question or ish? It was uh, pertaining to sort of the response of the reservation to the movement of planting um, how it seems like most of, well, not most, but 
the interactions that were most meaningful were with the children. Yeah. So if you really want to turn the reservation, you need to start sort of getting after, you know, older women. Yeah. It's, it's, and that's a huge question in a sense, right? Because this gets at the heart of, of the the difficulty of going into a situation like this. You have um, generational um, issues, generational poverty, generational alcoholism and drug abuse. You have generational violence that so you have, and you know, you, it, it self perpetuates, you know. Um, and on and on, you sit there, and sometimes it feels so big. How do you, where do you begin? Where do you start? How do you help? And obviously, you know, what, what are the people's biggest need in a situation like that? Jesus. Jesus. Because there's no hope, right? Like, it is so overwhelming to us because there's no hope, but it's not overwhelming to God. Because really what, what people need is they need a new heart. If, if that cycle is going to be broken and hope is going to be brought, it's not going to be through programs. It's going to be through the gospel, right? Simply put. Now, what's beautiful is, is there's kind of both ends. So how did they get on the Warm Springs um, reservation? This is a great story. Um, uh, Chris Granberry is the pastor up in Yakima uh, on the reservation, and uh, he... He's felt a burden to go there. He tried to hide it. He tried to suppress it. He tried to run from it. And then somebody out of the blue calls him and says, I just feel like you should be doing something with the reservation. He's like, oh! you know, like, and they had never talked about what he was feeling internally. It was just the Lord, like Jonah, right? You get to run no longer. Um, and so he went and he started working there uh, under, under the Presbyterian Church of America, our, our, our sister denomination. And um, started working there. Things were going, you know, along. And, and one day, uh, he gets a call from some other reservation. and says, "There's there's a lady named Arwen, Arwen, Alwyn, something like that." And um, Arlen, and um, her ex husband, abusive alcoholic, had come by, kicked in her door, and they needed somebody who was willing to go over and repair it, and asked. Pastor Granberry, would you be willing to go? And he said, sure, no problem. He gets in his car, heads over, repairs it. And a lot on his mind, just kind of fixes it and leaves. And he's driving home thinking, here I had this chance to share the love of Christ. And what kind of pastor am I, right? I didn't even say, you know, barely said two words to this lady. All I did was fix her door. Um, and... A couple weeks later, he, uh, he gets a call from the same gentleman on the reservation. and says, hey, you'll never, uh, uh, I, I got some news about Arlen. And, and Pastor Greenberry's like, oh, great, door's been kicked in again. I, you know, I got to go back and fix it. He says, no, no, she's, she's moving down to the Warm Springs Reservation uh, to run for tribal council. Uh, she had been from the Warm Springs Reservation. There's a lot of movement between reservations. And, uh, and Pastor Greenberry thought, well, that's, Interesting, that's great, and that was the end of it. Um, a few weeks later, uh, the same guy calls again, and he says, just got a call from Arlen. He's like, okay, what's up? And he says, she was elected to tribal council, and the very first thing she said is, we need to get Sacred Road down here to bring the love of Jesus to the people. Very first thing. And they invited Sacred Road to send some teams down. and that's So that was through an adult, right? And... Um, and and she had I think she was a believer, but she didn't hear. She saw the love of Jesus 
in, in a man coming and willing to just repair her door, whom he didn't know, just said, yeah, I'm on my way. Uh, and that spoke volumes, and that was actually the road in. Um, going back to, to Gary's question, there's virtually no animosity. You know, there's some people who are kind of like, what are you doing here? And then there's some people who are like, thank you. Um, they... Um, they used to have two primary sources of revenue. They had a, a tree mill, uh, and they had a resort. A war, it's Warm Springs. They had a, a, a resort that was built around the Warm Springs, a, war, a spring-fed pool and golf and things like that. Um, and um, part of it's through mismanagement, part of it's through change in resources. But both of those closed down. And so their support staff has been, like their utilities, like, that does grounds maintenance has gone from 70 to about 15. Um, so they just, they're um, swimming when it comes there. We were doing some weed whacking over by their longhouse, which is kind of like a grange um, where they have funerals and things like that. And, and a lady comes by and says, um, she saw us weed whacking and she says, our kids in the early education center uh, haven't been able to go outside because you know the the weeds are up to here, uh, and we've called utilities. They won't come mow because they're short staffed. But the, the high grass has invited snakes. The kids can't go out. Um, any chance you guys could come inside and and do you know just weed whack and, and what? And so we were able to clear that with, with utilities and, and head in. And uh, we did a little bit Wednesday afternoon and the rest Friday morning. Um, but they were just so grateful. Like, they're like, our kids can actually go outside and play again. Um, and, um, you know, I walked in, talked to the director, and said, you know, lady asked she, uh, if we could do that, we can probably come back Friday morning. She's like, well, why can't you start, like, right now? I'm like, well, we're, we have to quit in about half an hour. She's like... Half an hour sounds good. You know, she was just like, awesome. And um, and they were. They were just, you know, we, we came back Friday morning and, you know, the office staff who, you know, were just, they're just grinning from ear to ear. They were just like, thank you so much. Um, and so there's there's opportunities there to kind of say, hey, we're just, um, you know, you know, the Bible says, you know, if somebody comes and you say be warmed and be filled, but but you don't offer them a glass of water, right? What good is that? And, and I think the two have to go hand in hand. And, and so sometimes the, the just pitching in um, is, a, is a way to just kind of say, hey, uh, we're here because we love you. And that, and that some, that doesn't open up conversations and some it does. Um, there are so many. I, in the three minutes I have left, let's talk about the challenges and, and short-term mission. I, I know we can't. Um, there's so many things that I kind of jotted down some notes on things we could just talk about, right? How do you balance out, you know, things in Scripture that say, if you will not work, you will not eat, right? Uh, versus go care for the poor, right? What, what's, what's the one thing when Paul went to the, the apostles in Jerusalem after he shared, like, all of his theology with them? What's the one thing they said to him? Care for the poor, right? He's like, well, that's the thing I was eager to do anyway, right? Like, so, so the, the Lord calls us to neither neglect nor perpetuate. And that's a hard challenge, you know, and, uh, and, and, and obviously the standards are higher for somebody who professes the name of Christ than for somebody who doesn't. Um, 
But going in and trying to help without hurting is, is always a challenge, right? Because you don't want to just say, hey, don't worry, we'll take care of everything. Nor do you want to say, uh, you should be acting like a Christian when they don't have the Holy Spirit. And so how do you go in? And those are all challenges that, that, that the team there is constantly wrestling with. Um, that, you know, I certainly wrestle. I think about this stuff all year long. I love going down there, but, you know, those are, those are the big questions I wrestle with. Um, but one thing I think you do see is you neither want to say, don't worry about the adults, they're lost, focus on the kids. But, but in also another sense, um, the, the, you, ha, you have this opportunity to pour into these kids over the years. And that's what they've seen in Yakima. You know, they have been there for 20 years. And what they've seen is, is, is kids that they've, they started with when they were, you know, eight and nine and carried through high school. And, and some are, are now coming back and serving and love the Lord. Uh, it's a very long, long view in mind. So six years ago when I was on sabbatical, my family, um, worshiped, uh, with the sacred road at that church. Uh, in on the Yakima Reservation on Father's Day of all days uh, in 2016. And um, it was very sobering for, for several reasons. One is we went in there and there were no um, men from the reservation in the worship service. There were maybe 100, 150 kids, maybe 50 moms, um, and no dads. And that's just sobering <laughs> on Father's Day. Not only that, Pastor Granberry had to preach uh, out of uh, Peter, you know, honor your fathers and uh, your husbands and, uh, and many who are dealing with alcoholic, abusive husbands or fathers. And it was really, you know, a, a hard thing. But um, I, I think what they're hoping is, you know, to reach out, but also to, to get some of those young men and walk them uh, to a relationship with Christ, to, to grow, to disciple, and, and help them know how to love their children uh, in a godly manner. But that's, that's decades. That's, that's uh, in, in the process. And, and they're starting to see that. And, and you go down to Warm Springs, who's, who's behind the Yakima uh, work, and you think, yeah, what's it, you know, 20 years from now, which of these 8-year-old kids... You know, especially the young men, which of them are going to know the Lord and be coming over here and, and talking to the young men saying, hey, I was like you. Let me talk to you about Jesus Christ. Um, you know, what you want to do is ultimately raise up indigenous leaders who, who can speak. Um, that's the goal in the long term. That's hard. And um, there's a lot of questions about how, but it does start with saying, I'm here um, let me build a wheelchair ramp for you, and let me tell you about Jesus. So, yeah, absolutely. It's we're past time. See how quick time goes. Uh, uh, you guys have more questions? Talk to the team. Talk to me. We're better. Go next year. So, thanks for giving us this time to just share a little bit. Um, I know I had a volunteer to pray. Why won't my daughter make eye contact with me? Ellie, would you come up and close us in prayer?
Heavenly Father, I thank you for the wonderful chance to go down to Warmer Springs and spread your word and show your love through serving. Um, I pray that we would be able to go back next year and years to come. I thank you for the wonderful team that you provided. Um, and I think I pray that um, the work we did will stick with um, those on the reservation and that you'd be working in their hearts to bring them to you and to save them. I pray that you'd also be working in all of our hearts um, to grow us in you. Um, thank you again for the chance. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, thank you. Got a few minutes uh, until worship.